Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Basic Bingers. I am Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by Stephanie Seeler. I'm deliberately coming to you now because she's chewing on a croissant. Uh, I'm going to correct you there. It's a pan au chocolate, oh. or as my husband calls it, a pan du chocolate. <laughs> Liam B. George calls it a pan du yeah. chocolate. I told him this week that I didn't know how long I could stay married to him because he says, um, can I have an espresso and a pan du chocolate, please? Oh, God. I know. I'll stay, stick with him for a bit. And doesn't he spell off and off wrong as well? Two is and two, your that? and your. All of them. Oh, my God. My, his worst thing that he does at the moment is, like, when I say, oh... What time do you finish? And he'll, be, he'll put, I finish at 0805. And I'm like, in the morning, when he means, I, I think he not means 2005 or Wait a minute, he, he uses the 24 hour clock wrong. Yeah, I know. Oh, do you even know any human being alive that uses, that uses the 24 hour clock So when he says 0800 hours, he literally means yeah, 8 o'clock at night. So oh, so he's like, and the thing is, I have to correct him every week. So we're like, you haven't got the energy oh, for that. I'm not finished till. 0715. Oh, 0715. I know, but what's worse? Married to an idiot. I know. It's like you have to put <laughs> you in extra digits. That. I mean, you can say that, but I mean, I'll say married to, to a moron. I'd say be, it to his face. Yeah. I mean, bless you. That's the title of your memoir, Married to a Moron. It's a good, it's a good title. Anyway, we're also Sorry. joined, of course, by Kay Ribo Ribeiro. Hey. She's back. Woohoo. Welcome back. Thank you. After your week off doing pottery yes. in, I want to say, Cornwall. Is yes, that correct? correct? Oh, my God, I've got all the details correct. What Can a rare I really moment. quickly tell, um, since we're going into little stories, how weird is this? On the way back from Cornwall, I was getting on the Bakerloo line, returning from this long trip, mm. a week away from work, reading my book, and this crazy person I thought came up to me and suddenly got into my face. I was like, oh, on God. Just, I was like, keep calm, keep calm, just look ahead. Mm. Who was it? Boyd. Yeah. Randomly on the same tube at the, the same time line? as me. He's got me under a tracker. <laughs> going to Waterloo, near where I live. Mm. He's so obsessed with me. But it was extraordinary that I, I'd been to this film screening in town, Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh, is that good? Yeah, it was good. I, uh, with, with a friend, with our friend Pete, in fact, mm-hmm. um, oh, Pete. got to, I think it was Piccadilly Circus Station, mm-hmm. uh, said goodbye. You know, all of these things happened, like com- little goodbye chat. I went down the stairs, I kind of, you know, walked down the stairs. Like, this is leading to the point that I'm making. I is, hope it is. Ended up getting exactly the same tube mm. as her the and exact carriage. same carriage so i managed to surprise her much to the shock and awe yeah and what's weirder is that i didn't even like really like acknowledge the fact that it was a freak accident i just carried on as chatting to him as if we were halfway through a conversation the heart wants what it wants guys <laughs> <laughs> 
this week, we are not just chatting shit. We are also <laughs> reviewing actual good stuff, including the brand new comedy from the legend that is Julia Davis of Rough. Nighty Night, Camping, and Other Stuff fame. We're reviewing the new Netflix, I'm calling it horror comedy thriller, adventure, fantasy, homedy, that's good. The Chilling Adventures. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I, I was going to say it was called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but you know it's not. It's actually called Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. There's no the. Just, oh, just to say. That's just like the man in the orange shirt. Yeah. Chilling Adventures, Adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah. I don't know about Let that. that sink in for a minute. Okay. And Emma Willis is delivering babies. I'm going to yes, have to stop she, you there. Are you? Because Steph is such a diva. I've got a delivery. And um, one of our esteemed colleagues d- has just walked in with a handmade Come here. cheese sandwich. You have literally it, got a, like a servant. She <laughs> is. Kate, you yeah. are, Steph, you are taking advantage of this pregnancy so Hold much. Hold on a minute. I'd just like to pay tribute to her. Kate Randall, our news director, has made me a cheese sandwich every day for the last two weeks. This is, this is unbelievable. She's a treasure. <laughs> She's a treasure. I'm starving. Yeah, great. She is a treasure. Yeah, I'd love a cheese sandwich. Thank you. you. Yeah, but only, I mean, only if it's not going to ruin She's your She's not taking lunchtime. orders. <laughs> what? This is, I mean, not in a cafe. It's, it's just unbelievable. You're the one who's made the one for every day for the last special. two weeks. I'd love one, yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. I, yeah. I'm okay because I'm an adult who can get their own lunch. <laughs> oh, no, no. These are special. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll have one. Thanks. Yeah, and we're just delivering babies as well. Oh, yes. Which, yes. Look, Kay, can, which Kay picked deliberately to distress you. No, let's you save are it. Oh, with child. Let's save it. What I will quickly say then is Boyd suggested it. No, I didn't. I, I endorsed it because no. I was like, I love Emma Willis, yes. No. Not thinking about what it was. And then, yeah, yeah. we'll come to that. Insensitive, Kay. It, it was dope. We'll get to it in the we'll meat. Get to it. That's the meat of the of the podcast where we review in depth those programs. Which can I do with a job? <laughs> so I'm so hot. It's not hot in here. Off. I've got thick knit. I've got nothing on Oh my. Nothing. What do you mean you've got nothing on me? <gasps> you don't even got a vest. Ridiculous <laughs> situation. No, because I'm not eight. I haven't got, got a vest on. <laughs> I haven't got a brazier. No, oh. I have. Obviously, got a brazier. I mean, I can't Naked even take this. Naked under knit. Yeah. The Adventures of Kate's autobiography, Naked None. Underneath. I like that. Married to a moron, Naked Underneath. <laughs> Coming soon for a publisher near you. Anyway, before the meet, we of course like to each talk through a few things. In fact, specifically three things that we've been enjoying elsewhere this week. We call it the three. Hmm. This week, how many ones are you going to try and cheat about no, this week, we have Steph, to be strict, and try Steph. and do like last week. She did five, I think. Was it five? It's because I wasn't here. Well, Steph, no. right? Well, I did think of a retort for this abuse that I'm getting, mm. and in in fact, in actual fact, I am two people, so I really should get six. Oh, nice try. No, Steph, get didn't real, didn't get real, us. and just do your one, two, three. I'm only going to do. I mean, actually, I'm only going to do sort of three. I'm going to do... John Dan's very much holding up three fingers to you, and I'd hold up two. Two plus two. Right. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm just going to start, and you stop me when you feel it's necessary. All right. Stop. Okay. Now, Boyd mentioned this podcast a while back called Slow Burn, and it was season two, and it was about Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. was fabulous. Absolutely brilliant. I loved it. And then I thought, they've got season one of this, so I'm going to listen to that, and it's all about Watergate. 
You did you listen to the Watergate one? Point? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Watergate you mentioned it as was well. brilliant. Yeah. It's really, so in fact, you just crossed one off the list there. Straight <laughs> to the next no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> Straight to repeat, yeah. But what's really interesting, there's a, why I mention it is the first episode is about this woman called Martha who is married to, who is married to this, the um, de- deputy president's vice president, that's what they call her, don't they? Yeah. And she was the wife. And actually it's all about how she was so gossipy that she practically controlled the whole of like the White House. And there's this famous line in the Frost-Nixon um, interviews where he, he says this thing about we really needed to try and turn off Martha. Mm. But that episode in itself is very enjoyable. But I think you should give it a go, is what I'm saying. Right. Right, that's one. Okay. Um, Right. Joe Rogan, amazing, Mm -hmm. top podcaster of the whole world, Mm -hmm. who's also a comedian. He has got Netflix comedy special called Strange Times. So it's called Joe Rogan, Strange Times 2018. Because that's the year and that's his name and that's the title of it. <laughs> Done. Tick. No, hold on. It's hilarious. He goes into, he's got lots of funny jokes about dogs and cats and he does a whole bit on vegans, which is which don't find offensive. It is very, very funny. See, I'm being very... Yeah, yeah no, that's a good one. Okay. Just because you're being brief doesn't mean you're going to get away with doing more. Yeah, we've well, got one last choice. Because Come on then, Steph, last one. It's called the three. It's not called the six, seven or the eight. We've got to have some kind of rules. Uh, no, next, next, yeah, come okay. on. Okay. Oh. oh, here we go. Right, ID channel. Oh. My brother, Ooh. the serial killer. Oh, this is this is this is textbook. Yeah, your brother Seal Serio. Them. No, oh no, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, twenty twelve. It's documentary about serial killer Glenn Rogers. Oh my god, he murdered literally everyone. Like. So, he honestly. murdered literally everyone. I mean, I'm going to hold stop you right there because that's not true. Legally, I think you can't say he murdered literally there's everyone. There's not that many people that hadn't been murdered by him is what I'm oh, saying. Okay. The reason he's interesting is because his brother fingered him for being involved <laughs> oh, in the... I, no, I can't, I can't be on board with this expression. Oh. I know what it means, but... What's his name? in a crime is not the same What's as what you're name? thinking. His name was Glenn Rogers. And his Glenn brother Clay... <laughs> That, I mean, that's just a, that's just really. Well, it's a sequel to Freddy Got Fingered, which was an actual film. That's true. Do you remember? Okay. Yeah. But he was fingered for the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman, the '94 murders. So that's why this is also very interesting. But he murdered about seventy. It was a lot. I can't remember the actual number. But what's great wait, about it? Is wait a minute. Brother, oh, sorry, he was accused of yeah, killing OJ the people well. that OJ Simpson killed, allegedly. Right. Maybe. Okay. I'll go back to my point about why that's interesting. So he had kind of made friends with them, oh, right. friends with these people. So he was around at the time. And Clay Rogers claims that it could have been Glenn Rogers who killed him. Let's face it, it was OJ. But <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. But very interesting. His sister's on there as well. And they're just talking about his upbringing, you know, the usual kind of thing of like, yeah, we always thought it was a bit strange and he was murdering cats and stuff like that. But he was incredibly prolific. And they've no got, um, well, they've got like footage of him actually being arrested and how they finally caught mm. up with him. And I mean, yeah. What's that called again? My brother, the serial killer. Great, thank you, thank you very much. That's your uh, choices. Steph, from Steph. That was fantastic. And now we're moving on. Fantastic. To my can I? Oh, one can more you, thing. Well, one more. Well, I'm not thing. even allowed to talk about it. But a lot of my time this week has been has been dedicated to two things: killing Eve and making a murderer season three. And we'll talk about that nearer the time. Well, first yeah, let's of all, do it's part some, two. Part two. Sorry. I mean, yeah. Let's do imagine some spoiler chats. Season three. So yeah, in the future. You can definitely <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Season two, which is incredible, but we're not allowed to say anything else. No. Continue. Great, thanks. Kay. Hello. I so feel Kay will approach this more disciplined. Now. Yeah, you know I like to be disciplined. That was really disciplined. No, no. Yeah, that was good. First up on my list is a book. 
I'm bringing a book to the table. Mm. It's Nine Perfect Sporty. Strangers by now. Her, Spelt Leanne, but she says it Leon. Leon Moriarty. It's hardback book, Steph. Eighteen ninety nine. I know you like the price. Leon. Yeah, you're going to have to call her Leon. I went to the book launch of this, and she very much was oh, saying her name is Leon. Name drop. <laughs> yeah, I met Leon. Mm, bong bong. Anyway, she is the authoress behind Big Little Lies and The Husband's Secret, and this book has been already snapped up by Nicole Kidman, who's bought the film and TV rights. So she's no fool. Nicole, she is no Nicole fool. Nicole Kidman's fingered it. <laughs> Oh, we've given him the finger and now yeah. he's running with it. Yeah. <laughs> and is the strap line is one house, nine strangers, ten days. That will change everything. A lot Very of numbers intriguing. in there. Yeah, mm. you do the math. Mm. And basically it's about a health and wellness retreat run by this intriguing woman called Masha. I think she's Russian. She's very like... She's beautiful, but she's got very unconventional methods, shall we say. And these nine strangers come to this retreat with the promise that their lives will change like completely they all have little things going on issues like with cult. their lives N- well cult. wellness retreat mm. and sex, <laughs> sex like when Steph guesses the plot and uh, they go there mm. and very soon they realise that things aren't as they uh, seem yeah like a cure for wellness is it, is it, you know, have you seen that film a cure for wellness which is about no. a wellness sex retreat where, well it's not no it's not sex cult Stop but it's dodgy dealings going on <laughs> okay anyway so that was that is really good and because it's going to be on TV or Soon, well... I mean, not soon. In the near future. Not soon. There's Big Little Lies season two to come first, of course. Yes, yes. which she briefly talked about. Did she? What did At she when say? Is that, when is that no, I'm interested in what she said. What did she say? Oh, no, she was just talking about how oh. exciting it was to find out when... Is it Meryl Streep's in it? Yes, Streep, yeah. Oh, my God. Ding, this ding. is extraordinary. A I'm cheese sandwich. The second order's up. I have got a cheese sandwich. No, Thanks no so much. Yeah, that is the greatest thing ever. Thanks, Thank you. Grand. Surrounded by divas. Anyway, so yeah, she just spoke about that and said it's very exciting and it was exciting going and getting the Emmy when they won, yeah, obviously, yeah. and how when she was in the limo, some like official stuck their head in the limo and said, oh, we got, have you got any celebrities in there? And the driver's like, no. <laughs> Even though she created the biggest TV show of last year. Oh. Anyway, the other thing... That must be so annoying. Yeah, frustrating. When it's like, you're the only reason that all of these famous actresses have got all these plaudits. No one's bothered about Maybe because they thought she was Leanne. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If she, what, what, how does she want Leon. to say it? Leon. Leon. Mm. She's Australian. Okay, the other thing that I've been watching last oh, week... Oh, so it's just Leanne with an accent? It's spelled Leanne. Oh, I'm not sure how interesting this Leanne yeah, Leon right. debate is. Right. I mean, just, okay. just want to say... Moving on to Stacey Dooley Investigates, Are Your Clothes Wrecking the Planet? BBC Three. So, when, as you know, I'm a hardcore Strictly fan. Mm. And when Stacey was announced on the show, I had no clue who she was because I don't actually watch her shows. And I know you're a big fan, Steph. Luton's finest. Exactly. No, Stacey you're Luton's fi- finest. Mm, that's true. Luton's second finest. And um, so I thought, yeah, I should watch one. And then it was on last week, the newest one about the fashion industry. And Is it bas- just a one-parter? Yeah, I think so. That's not the correct term, is it? A one-off documentary is what well, I mean. A one-parter? I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's your word for it. It's a one-off yeah. about the fashion industry and how it's having a massive impact on the environment, mm-hmm. on people's lives in you know countries like Indonesia and stuff because it's basically just polluting and use, using so much water. So, for example, in the production of a cotton pair of pants, Steph, guess how many litres of water it takes to grow the cotton to make the jeans? Um, 76. No, it's 15,000, but that's still a lot. So Steph has overguessed in that annoying way. And it's 15,000 litres, which is a lot. And it's basically having a really devastating effect on mm. the climate and everything. So she went along to investigate. She went to um, Kazakhstan, I think it was. And she also went to Indonesia. And she tried to discuss it with representatives from ASOS, Primark, people who are making fast fashion, disposable fashion. Mm. And obviously they, they were... Relu- no, they wouldn't talk to her. Which I thought was so scared. Yeah. Anyways, no, that was really interesting. Really, is there? I, I think she's thing. a breath of 
fresh air. Do you? I think you're a fan of her, aren't you? You watch her documentaries. You can't keep people from Luton from speaking their mind and uncovering terrible things. <laughs> Is it just because she's from Luton that you like her? Mm, I think yeah. she's. I think she's really relatable she's really and smart. And no, she's very good. I met her. I've I've done a. I did a yeah, um, she was very nice. She's very, she's really good at making documentaries. When did, when did you meet her? Um, I met her in I think in the Edinburgh TV Festival. In fact, I know it was the Edinburgh TV Festival this yeah. year. This year or last year, they all merged into one. It wasn't this year. Anyway, she was very. Oh yeah, you wasn't this year because mm. Kay was there this year. She's doing very but well. I think she's strictly, she's yeah. really good because she says it in a very like relatable way mm. and it's very informative without being preachy. So yeah, I'd recommend that. And if any pogs are listening, if you've well, I hope like, some pogs are listening. <laughs> we don't know at this Otherwise, point. I mean, no we've been babbling a on. lot of shit so far. If you've watched any good uh, ones of her documentaries, let me know which one I should watch next. Mm. Um, and finally, I have been watching, we reviewed it on the lo- last podcast, Jack Whitehall Travels With My Father <gasps> Season 2 on Netflix. Sorry, I've been watching it as well, but I didn't put it on my list because apparently I'm only allowed three things. But carry on, Kay. Well, this is one of my three. And to say that this time around they're going to Europe, not Asia. Um, it's Michael's idea because he wants to educate Jack on culture and the history of Europe. And it's basically, I think it's even funnier than last season because, I mean, it's the same. It's much of the sameness, I suppose. You know, it's their dynamic, it's how much they bicker. But it's just so funny they go to Austria because as Jack says um, his dad Michael is obsessed with Hitler Um, at one point they go on a sleeper train which Michael is furious about because they have to share with three two other people and um, Jack like shoves a um, verst in his face like a sausage in his face which he goes absolutely batshit crazy about and there's there's lots of funny stuff but I don't know if you thought this stuff Mm. I think what's also really nice is that it is hysterical but it's cut through with a sort of Moving. like, a t- yeah, a tenderness about their relationship. They have this chat about Michael dying. That's what I was going to say. And Did you see that Jack episode? It's just, it's mm. as, as obviously he would be, it's his dad, but he just was like, I, I just, I'm so scared. I'm going to fall apart. And they had this chat about it. It was really lovely. But it was that bit, basically, there's a bit where they go to a grave, graveyard and everybody in that graveyard has got like this, a gravestone with a mural of how they died and Jack gets his da- dad made one. <laughs> and it's really funny, but like, exactly as you said, it is, like, I love that so much. I binge watched the whole series in one day. Oh, I've only done I just, three. It's so good. It's really good. It is better than the first one as well. It's so better. everyone should watch that. That's on Netflix and it's season two. Do you know how old, do you know how old Michael Whitehall is? Yes, yes, yes because, I looked it up. Oh my God. He had <laughs> Is Jack, he 79? He had Jack when he was, uh, was 53. 78, according to... Uh, yeah. He had Jack when he was... Oh, was it 53? 54. When he, they, when he had Jack. He had Jack when he was a lot older. Anyway, it? it's something that everyone can Google, but it is interesting. He's he a legend. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a few years before that. Anyway, he is a legend. And yeah. he's got a younger but he's wife incredibly, amazing uh, as well. Oh, I mean, incredible, yeah. Hillary. Uh, oh, Hillary. Hillary's the best. Hillary's a legend. I've met Hillary, yeah. she's fantastic. Absolute legend. Yeah, an incredible amount of, I was going to say, energy and, I mean, there's no reason why a 78-year-old shouldn't have an incredible amount of energy, but he is, yeah, he, he's an example to us all. just such a fun dynamic I hope when them. I'm 78, you know, I'm well, not long to go, Boyd. I mean, what is it, a couple of years? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Don't remember, he, no, Steph, Steph, show him respect. Remember last birthday, he rebooted. He rebooted, oh, yeah. so what was it, 40? 40, 40 rebooted. Yeah, yeah, I'm 41 next birthday. <laughs> and Young pull the other one. I'm done. Oh, God, Boyd, what have you been oh, watching? Oh, thank you. Yes, come on, just, got, got, it's got to be prompted. In the toy in your twilight years. <laughs> Meet the prompt. What have you yeah. been viewing? <laughs> Charming. Um, the first thing is actually an album. Oh, oh you've been listening with your ears. <laughs> no. <laughs> you only more it's guesses? It's not Morris. Uh, Doctor oh. Who, the soundtrack. <laughs> is it? Yeah, is it CD? So Sherlock. Sherlock, the Sherlock, soundtrack. Sherlock, yeah, soundtrack. <laughs> you really Seinfeld, background noises. <laughs> 
Hold on. Quite close. Ooh, so really? the fun thing is, you're quite close with all of these snide little references <laughs> to the things I like because the album I'm talking about is Television Themes. Oh my God, I really Yes, oh by Matt Berry. Oh. The legend that is Matt Berry of of Toast of Toast oh, of, of London Toast. and, and the IT crowd. He's hilarious. And every voiceover, every ever, ever, ever. Mm. every like car insurance, including those, Absolute he? Radio, owned oh. by Bauer Media. He's a legend. He is a legend. So what does he do? Just play the theme tunes. Just play the theme tunes. <laughs> just play the theme I mean, tunes. No, I mean, it's, it's, does he just like okay tune them up and go like, "This is only fools and horses"? <laughs> it's an extraordinary album of his. You know, he is a multi instrumentalist and musician. What? I mean, this is his, he's done many oh, myriad he plays albums. Them. He Do, plays them. He tell plays. Me, what, what does he play? I'll tell you. The fish? He plays <laughs> kind of brilliant, kind of um, laid back. Jazzy interpretations of these theme tunes. Are you being served? Can I just no, stop you? No, no, I, no. Meant, I meant what does he play? As All like, kinds does of he play the violin? As a multi instrumentalist, keyboards, All, everything. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just stop you right there? I know he's obviously your friend, but if I had said to Boyd, oh, I reviewed an album, I've got an album, and it's a jazz interpretation, he would. Well, it's rip, not that. That's the thing. No, 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 no. He no. would I'm, rip I'm, no, no, the no. living Jazzy. I said jazzy. You said that's jazz. the thing. Rewind. It's not said jazz. jazz. This is the great thing about it. They're all, you know, three, four minute interpretations, cover versions of classic TV theme tunes <laughs> with a slightly laid-back jazzy feel. Honestly, <laughs> it's extraordinary. How many instruments do you have to play to be a multi-instrumentalist? More than one. More than one. Than one. <laughs> oh. And the fish is one This is the track listing, so get okay. ready. If you, these classic songs, these classic theme tunes, Are You Being Served? The Good Life. <gasps> now you're interested. Oh. I knew you'd put, yeah. <laughs> being all snide and like superior about it, now you're excited. Mm, okay. What's being snide? Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. <gasps> the Liver Birds. No. Rainbow. Yes. Oh, and that's kind of timely because he's just passed away, isn't he? Yeah. Doctor Who, which is absolutely phenomenal. Bet you had that on repeat. World in Action. Sorry with Ronnie Corbett. The Ronnie Corbett. Ronnie the Corbett. It's a brilliant thing, this album. Honestly, I'll show you. It's an all, you can get it on all the normal things, iTunes and all of that. And it's phenomenal. What's it kind of for the background for? Like a dinner party, or what would you say? It to was listen best to, to every I don't, day of your oh, life. No, to I don't think you'd put this on at a dinner party. No, no, you definitely could put it on a dinner party. No, absolutely. You'd look it's mostly weird. instrumental with little little kind of brilliant backing vocals. So they kind of sing the blanket. You know how the little voices sing blankety blank. So you're yeah, having, like you're at home. You've got some guests over. You're having a classic prawn cocktail for starter, oh, and they, and they rosemary <laughs> sauce. And, um, yeah, yeah, and then. Um, is it called that? No, it's Mary no, Rose. I know. <laughs> it's called Mary Rose. <laughs> it's it's my favourite starter, and you fucked it up. <laughs> anyway, and um, yes, you're, you're tucking into that, yeah. and then suddenly in the background, blankety yeah. blank starts up. Yeah, brilliant. What more could you want? I think you have narcotics at your parties because I don't think that would go down very well at mine. Well, Will you yeah, invite us to a party difference. at yours and let's and face it, play you know, it. Classier dinner mm. parties happening. Yeah. You're right. Blankety blank does suggest that. Matt Berry's version of Blankety Blank. No, I love Matt Berry, obviously. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah, a jazz yeah. interpretation, Kay. No, it's jazzy stuff. Oh, he said jazzy. <sighs> Sorry, I mean, boy, you may you take the piss. What, the, the, the problem is you're missing out on one of the great no, albums of the year. No, we're going to get it. How much is it? <laughs> <laughs> how much everything is. I don't give a shit how Listen, much Listen, I, I am not going to care because he makes it rain every day with his 50-pound podcast, okay? Is it on the iTunes? Yes, I said it was on the iTunes. Sorry, how many tracks are there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I mean, you don't need your to head, go in through. In your head, boy, <laughs> count in 14. your head. Okay, well, there you go. Fourteen glorious. What is the, what is the running time? <laughs> oh my god, it's about like thirty-five minutes, I think. Oh, serious, not long. serious. Last yeah, question. It's, it's mostly our brevity, unlike <laughs> you two. <laughs> 
Serious last question. What's your favourite on that track list? Oh, I mean, they're all fantastic. No one. I think my favourite is Doctor Who's version of Of course Because that is probably the greatest theme tune of all time. Mm-hmm. By the way, the new version of the theme song of, of Doctor Who, the new by the new mm. composer, is astonishing as well. Talking of which, I'm going to talk about the next episode of Doctor Who, which is the, my second thing. No. Because, again, looking, you know, both of the kings slightly smug. Oh, yeah, he's talking about Doctor Who again. I watched I the first episode and I loved it. Yes. Oh, I love Jodie. Yes. But the next, the third episode coming this Sunday is called Rosa and takes us back to 1950s Montgomery, Alabama, when Rosa oh, Parks, Rosa Parks yes, on the bus. rode on the bus. And, it's, mm. and I won't explain how, but somehow the Doctor and his gang meet up with Rosa Parks. The Doctor and her gang? Indeed, her gang. <sighs> meet up with Rosa Parks, played by it's Vinette the Robinson. The Doctor and his gang, that's what he said. Apologise. Yeah. I mean, it's a crucial point. <laughs> wow. I mean, it, I mean, it's hang your now, head in shame. It's an easy mistake to make. Well, it's not really. It? She's a woman. Uh, <sighs> Carry on, though. Come on, try and make up for your mistake. It's an extraordinarily moving, fun adventure involving Rosa Parks and this Doctor Who. This show it shows the extraordinary nature of the program that they put out there. What is obviously an education to the kids of today to explain what went on in America in the days of segregation, racism. I mean, there's obviously well, racism still going on now. Yeah, it hasn't now. ended. Thankfully, official segregation has. Yeah. But it's an extraordinary, and it's written by Mallory Blackman, who's a fantastic novelist. Uh, I think she was the children's laureate author at one point, may, may even still be, I don't know. And it is a fantastic piece of work. That's Doctor Who. You may have heard of it. Sunday, BBC One, 6.55 p.m. K., Rosa, episode Who plays three. Rosa Parks? Vinette Robinson, I said that from the A word. Ooh, he's really lashing out now. Ever since he made that his, her mistake. Boy, don't mm. take your mistakes out She's really me. getting angry. Yeah. Apologies, I didn't listen. And finally, Halloween. Very good. That's another thing. You should do your own album. Halloween? I've got one. Remake. And I play the fish. Yes, you know where you haven't seen. There's a, oh, there's the a, Jamie there's a Lee. new Halloween. But she's film. in it, isn't she? She's bloody well in it. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. It uh, opens on Friday. It is a complete reboot. So it's basically like you know, there's Halloween, the original Halloween in 1978, one of the great mm. horror films of all time, in which Jamie Lee Curtis starred. Her first film directed by John Carpenter. And since then, there were sequels and reboots. There's Halloween H2O, this, that, and the oh, other. Yeah. You've got to completely discard all of those things since the very first one. And this is all about what happens decades later what's happened now to Jamie Lee Curtis's character it's the trauma of the experience she had dealing with Mike Myers the horrendous serial killing monster at the heart of Halloween he is my uh, most still, scary still troubles her and it's a proper really good film in its own right is very it? effective scary beautifully made how many stars who's the director good four stars it's a four star film it's directed by David Gordon Green, mm-hmm. who is directed at such an incredible rate. He's directed Pineapple Express, you know, that comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. The stoner comedy. Yeah, he did a lot. He did a, his first one was a very arty film called George Washington. It was a beautifully made kind of intense drama. He's yeah. got a lot of breadth. He has got a lot of breadth, exactly. Anyway, so yes, uh, Halloween, Omens Friday, it's really good, everyone. Okay. That concludes our The Three Business. Oh, God, I'm exhausted. Well, you may be exhausted, Kay, but as you know, you are the master slash mistress of the Pog Picks section of the podcast, which comes next. Have you, or you, you, you've got a little stack of papers you're sorting out there. a lot of papers here, Boyd. What would loads you like, of papers. What would you like to tell us about the Pog Picks this week? Okay, we've had a great suggestion Ooh. from our friend, Lee Carter. He says, if you aren't listening to this, you should be. I, know, I now can't listen to this in the car after the Rod Stewart serial story due to nearly killing myself. John Holmes, the, the, the one show. Show. <laughs> 
I didn't get any of the words you said just then. John Holmes is the the one show show. What is it? Is I it, mean, it's a podcast about the one show. Yes, I'll read the little blurb. He says, "Welcome to the one, oh God, the the one one show." You're really having trouble with this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Welcome to the the one show show. Yeah. Each week, broadcaster and writer John Holmes is joined by a special guest to review the past seven days of BBC's flagship oh, show. Oh, that's really good. That's it's, a really good idea. It is. John Holmes really is good. very funny. I can concur with that. He's a great. He's a very funny broadcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that's brilliant. The, the one show show. show. Yeah, oh but- God, slow. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> you just I mean, got it. Right, so it's a show the, about the one the show. The one show. Yes. Show. Mm. Okay, I got it now. Carry on. Cool. Yeah, and that's our top pog pick Thank this you week. for that uh, pog From pick. Lee. And now it's time for, can I just say, brackets, any other business? Yeah. We've got, oh my God, we've got loads to talk about. Oh. But I'll be brief. I know time's off the essence. John yeah. is like comatose already. Right, Jez, he got in touch to say, am I the only one to notice the w- hashtag wing... <laughs> Why can't I speak? What has Venga happened to your words? Out flag in A Star Is Born. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said during the Glastonbury section, four minutes fifty seconds in, you can see it. And look, he's even sent a picture and he circled it. Why? Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, you got what you wanted. They did, didn't they? Did you notice that, Boyd? Yeah, yeah, that's. Br- I didn't notice it in the film, but it's brilliant. Uh, that's a spot, good spot, yeah. right, Jez? Yeah. Also, Neil says, oh, "Okay, he needs some help here." He says he needs to tidy up his sky planner, mm-hmm. so he wants to play keep or delete. Ooh. Yes. We've got to be quick. I'm going to say the names. You say keep or delete. Okay. Handmaid's Tale 2. Keep. keep. Homeland 7. Keep. Delete. We- Ooh. Boyd. Westworld 2. Delete. Delete. Get Shorty. Keep. Mm, Strangers. Delete. Delete. Krypton. Delete. Oh, delete. God. Why bother in the first place? Black Earth Rising. Keep. keep. Trust. Keep. Keep. No offense. Oh, I like keep, no yeah, offense. Keep. Press. Ooh. Oh. Delete. Delete. What? Delete. 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 All right. Press. No. Succession. Boring. Ooh. Keep. Ooh. Delete. Don't be ridiculous. You Mystery need, Road. Have you watched All the Money in the World and that was just like shortened the experience? No, no Succession's not. That's trust no, you do yeah. for. Succession is the one about the uh, Murdoch style With, family. With um, Macaulay Culkin's brother. I yeah. am sorry. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery Road. Uh, keep. Instinct. No. No, no, no! It's that thing with them um, with the Scottish oh, guy. Yeah. Oh, instinct! Yeah, yeah, delete. Mm. And for the people, I say keep. keep. Yeah. Okay. So that was that. Right now, do you want some good news or some bad news? Bad. Oh, good. <laughs> bad followed by good. Bring us down. Okay, and bring fine. us up. So this comes from Lee Jordan. He says, "Oh no, where will you eat now?" Because Patisserie Valerie faces winding up order from M- HMRC. Are you joking? No. But they've just opened a big one in Milton Keynes. <laughs> I know, it's awful. It's awful news. So Maybe new- it's because they've just opened a big one in Milton Keynes. I d- I'd have to say, I did go in there the other day and the scones were not that great. Oh dear. New listeners, if you don't know, last um, in our last inc- incarnation, Boyd had promised to buy us a Pat Val cake if we reached 100 reviews on iTunes because he didn't think it was possible. He was a naysayer. He didn't believe in you like me and Steph did. Mm. And we over-delivered. We yep. got, I think it was 107 in the end. We over-delivered And we had a delicious seven. cake from Pat Val. So, all right, now for some good news. Mm. <sighs> My heart sings with this news. Ooh. David Suchet has been voted the best ever Poro with oh 86% of votes in a new poll. Boyd, how do you feel? The poll was done by BritishPeriodDramas.com and he has proved popular and to be the best one. It's a gratuitous bit of uh, publicity seeking, yeah. But, but you know, of course. I mean, who, who else is going to win it? Of course he's going to be the best one. You said you liked what's his fa- You yeah, did so hold say on. that. Yeah, you did. Fake news. 
First of all, don't be a lying thank bastard. God you've brought this up. Thank God you brought this up. The idea that I ever said that Kenneth Branagh was the best pro ever is absolutely preposterous. Or you what did Albert you say? Finney? I said he was perfectly good. I said Albert Finney was really good. I think I said he may have been a potentially the best. You uh, did. Poirot, don't I think. maybe potentially. I don't remember. In an awful David Suchet, Say it now. Who is the best? <laughs> yeah, who is the best, Boyd? Probably David Suchet, but Albert Finney. Probably David well. Suchet. In the face of the results of this extremely important poll, you're now saying probably the best. Yeah. It's not controversial. What does 86% mean to you, Boyd? What does it mean? Wow. Say sorry. It means that people, obviously, considering David Suchet filmed probably what? How many? Do you know how many all episodes? Of them. Yeah, like all literally, the, all the stories. literally dozens of episodes. Possibly maybe even 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whereas previous incarnations were in very much fewer and aren't nearly anywhere near as famous. So obviously, people are going to vote for that. It's like the least surprising saying, survey I've ever seen in my life. Hold on, are you saying Boyd. people have voted by quantity, not quality? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, he's great. Obviously, he's brilliant. He, he will Why always you remember that oh, being You're Poirot. such a Kenneth Branagh lover. Oh, and his rumpled waistcoat. I think the anyway, listeners, I think the listeners will be want, able to tell the Boyd, facts from the fiction. Please stop grinding my gears. If you want us to move on, you brought it up. You've just got to say sorry. Don't be ridiculous. Sorry say for it. what? Steph, his eyes are saying sorry. <laughs> He's oh, typing uh, it. Oh, he's typed it out on his phone. Thank you. Okay. All right, he typed you it. That's embarrassing. Forgiven. Backtracking. All right, and then finally, oh, I'm really happy about this as well. So we launched a little Pogs Don't Win Prizes oh, competition. Yeah. And you really um, don't. Like nothing. You don't win it. Well, nothing. I wanted to give something away. Less and then John Dan sat me down. Oh, I was like, terms oh, and conditions. terms and conditions, blah, 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 ruining everyone's fun. Anyway, the idea was that if you listen to us abroad or just anywhere fancy or... Actually, no, it doesn't have to be fancy. Just anywhere that you know, you're out and about listening. <laughs> we just wanted to know where you're listening to us and where you're spreading the word, most importantly. And that's John pointed that out. The important thing is to get people to tell their friends um, and send pictures in. And they ha- everyone has. And they have in their droves. In their absolute millions. Um, so let's start off with Kerry. Uh, Kerry Lydon. And she says, I usually listen on the way to work in Brussels. But today... Ooh, fancy. Steph. But today, I'm listening in... Antwerp. Look no. at this picture of Kerry. Look how oh, happy she, she is looks. She's in Antwerp. Oh, oh Kerry look does at that. look happy. She looks very happy and very nice, wearing sunglasses. Oh. Um, so thanks for that, Kerry. And we've oh, got another got an person. Apple, she's got Sean. Oh, it looks a little bit like Sean a wanted castle. a slice of the action, and he w- wanted to win no prizes as well. Mm-hmm. And he's got in touch and said, "Forget your fancy locations like Turkey and Denmark. I'm listening to you in. Oh my God, Iceland." The supermarket. The supermarket. Oh, Good one. Look. Yeah. Look at this is picture. It's still going, I should the supermarket. Yes, it is. Yes, boys. and aren't oh. they the people who this are going like, to get rid of the plastic first of all the supermarkets? Yeah. Mm. He's the man who K-O-B. just shops in Harrods K-O-B. Food K-O-B. Hall. Please, mm. um, And look, Sean looks. I mean, I've got to say, he looks a bit serious about it, but I mean, maybe it was a serious part in the podcast. He looks very serious. But Wait, he looks what, happy what, to be listening to us. What aisle is he down? I mean, it's all frozen <laughs> food, but is it a particular part? <gasps> Steph, guess where he is? Oh, my God, waffle aisle. Nope. He's by Galaxy Chocolate. He's not. He is. He's Ruddy by Galaxy Chocolate. Oh, what a brilliant gosh. shot, Sean. Sean. Thank you. Sean, Sean, so Sean. if you want to um, have a chance of not win- winning anything but getting Nothing. mentioned on this, then take a picture where you're listening to. More importantly, <coughs> tell everyone. everyone. Was that it? Was that the droves? Hold on a minute. Boyd. No, I mean, they're great and everything, but I was expecting, like, I was expecting this to carry on, this feature to carry on for another few Boyd, hours. We've only got a limited time, <laughs> yes, okay? True. If you could, if you could learn a bit of brevity, that would be really. Yeah, you know. speed it up, Boyd. Come yeah. on. Thank you very much. That wow. is that concludes the. Can I just say, okay, any other business part of the program, and we're nearly looting the world to live. But let's soldier <laughs> on and do the meat. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time for Sally Forever first, which starts on Sky Atlantic and Now TV from next Thursday, the 25th of October at 10pm. This is the latest concoction from the great Julia Davis of Nighty Night, Camping, Hunderby, etc. fame. She's written in it, she directs it, she stars in it, it's seven parts. She plays a woman called Emma, who is a bohemian artist slash musician slash actress. She meets one day accidentally by chance on the tube a woman called Sally, played by Catherine Shepard. You might recognise her being a peep show. She's, she's mm-hmm. a very recognisable figure. She's been living a very comfortable life with her incredibly tedious partner of 10 years, David, played by the great Alex McQueen. And suddenly Emma seduces her on this train journey and they end up having a torrid love affair and... Emma moves in to her world and basically takes over her entire life, much to the sadness of David, who had just proposed to her the very evening that she meets this woman. So it's a kind of exploration of sexuality, fluid sexuality, and it's a kind of like almost like comedy soap opera involving these various uh, characters. And it is, it contains what I believe to be one of the most explicit Mm -hmm. lesbian sex scenes in the history of television. Steph, what did you think? Right. Well, I absolutely loved it. Oh. I really did because I do think Julia Davis is an absolute genius and I thought it reminded me a bit of Alan Partridge. You know where he has those scenes where he's dancing with the cones? (laughs) It reminded me a little bit of that and it also reminded me of Peep Show, which I love. It gets away with the most awful sex scene imaginable ever because it is interspersed with a scene of the poor fiancé guy eating a biscuit and also drying his pubic hair. Yeah. If I can just say that. He is fantastic. I mean, are we going to say what happens in the lesbian sex scene? I think you can allude to it, Okay. Well, imagine what would happen if you were going to have a lesbian encounter but... Um, you had Aunt Flo to visit. Um, oh my God, that is th- that is the worst oh, that, part. That's all I'll say then. I'm not. No, I'm not a prude, and I. So I actually. I mean, it, obviously, you know, I know. You it's love a sex sh- cult. <laughs> I um. I don't have a problem with it at all. Like you know, it's it's, sex. 
sex yeah, on TV. Like Steph does. Yeah, because Steph is a prude. This is the this yeah. is why I came to you first because I was expecting you to be prudish about this extraordinary. No, because it's so funny and yeah, it's, it, that's right. and the music is really funny. But shine in your hand by Tapao. Yeah, oh, there's just one scene song. though that even I balked at, which was the um, there is a scene during the sex scene and there is a tampon and that's all I'm going to say. But even I yeah, was let's like, let's not spoil oh, it completely. Yeah. There are breasts smashing together. There's a lot of moist areas. A lot of moistness. There's yeah. some, uh, yeah. There's. Some, I'm not. I can't even. Say, I'm not even going to say what there is. There's. I mean, some, you can. You have to. I advise people to focus and concentrate because you can miss certain little subtle, subtle. I mean, subtlety is not a word necessarily that could be used to describe. No, definitely. Not. There are little moments that you might miss if you glimpse. Yeah, if you kind of turn away briefly, you'll miss some key. It, it runs the gamut. Of the sex scene, and it used body doubles. There's nothing just make they that don't clear. do. It, oh, it's body doubles. Oh, yeah, it's body doubles. Yeah, but they obviously, yeah. So the bits where you can't see but there's the faces. Some bits, are yeah, there's, there's some bits, bits you can see well. faces. Yeah. My tip will be: do not watch this with your mum or anyone Definitely. you're embarrassed or, about watching sex scenes with, because you will just be so or, embarrassed. And don't watch it in the office. When you buy a packet of tampons on there, oh. it gives you a diagram of how to remove a tampon. And let's just say that diagram has not been looked at in this sex scene. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I think we all know what I'm saying. Yeah, I had to watch this as well last night because I hosted the the Q and A with bon, Julia Davis and bon. other and the and the rest of the cast, and uh, we showed the thing. And I so I had to watch this scene play out, sitting next to Alex McQueen and Julia Davis while they and Catherine Shepherd while they watched themselves in that scene. Now, Alex McQueen, there's another scene. Spoiler alert: Alex McQueen abuses himself, so to speak, <laughs> in front of a mirror. And it's I, just, I was literally sitting next to him, and he was watching that, and it was excruciating. Julia Davis is also. I, I've met her in real life when I went to something with you. Yeah. She's so pretty in real she's, life. Yeah. She's stunning. Incredible. And Can she's I, uh, so nice as well. Yeah. And yeah. I just say something. Shy. Is she shy? A little bit shy, yeah. yeah. Kane wants to say something. If Pogs, when you're watching this, if you like, you enjoy it, but you're not quite sure if you want to watch the other episode, which I actually have to say was, even though I, I enjoyed it, I was like, mm, okay, yeah, it's funny. The oh, sec- I really liked it. The second episode is so, so good. So oh, stick it? around for that. Like, Watch that as well, and you'll you'll soon be hooked. But I think people are going to. I think people are, um, in this first episode does include this extraordinary moment and lots of other incredibly funny moments. But yeah, but, the, 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 but I think the second episode keep... is brilliant because it really focuses on the relationships, and yeah. there is sex, but that's like oh, yeah. it's scattered not, throughout. It's not, it's not yeah. just such a you know such a yeah. The second spectacle. episode develops the the mm. relationships in a very funny way. Like if you love Julia Davis, oh, like, I mean this it's is, peak Davis. Yeah, this is what you want. It's absolutely because it also includes all people who've been in the cast of all of her shows. For example, Mark Gatiss, who was in Ninety Nine, mm-hmm. he pops Lynn up. From, um, Partridge, Felicity Montague, oh who's there, who's on my panel oh, last yeah, night. Amazing. She was on my panel last night. Yeah. yeah, she's in the office scenes. Her own partner, Julian Barrett, is in it mm. in the in the office. So there's also office set stuff. So like, she, it's almost like her version of the office in a way. The bits intercut with the private yeah. life of Sally, etc. It's mm. it's so brilliant. And I have to say one more thing. So if you think that scene yeah. that we've all talked about, tampon, breast rubbing, etc. <laughs> scene is extraordinary. Apparently, there's a scene in episode no, four God, that's going to make that look like no. a, f- it, a fairy tale. Is it something with poo? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's the I, only thing I like... love it when you guess. But it's the like, only thing that I could think I would don't worse. know. It no, might be. Boyd said this morning to me, oh, it's something that hasn't been seen yeah. on TV so before. According I feel that's to been seen. Ac- poo? When? <laughs> poo on sex? TV, it? Yeah, probably. No. Anyway, John's looking, John's disgusted. I, I don't just, know what it is. We all poo. We what, all poo I mean, John. that's factually true. And some, we're just chatting shit now as well. So. <laughs> we've definitely been we're chatting shit for about two hours. 
two years. Uh, anyway, all I know about this scene that's coming up in episode four is it will make that scene look like nothing. And it's ne- apparently this act, whatever act is, maybe you're right, I don't know. It's never, never been so. No! Never been seen on TV before. Leave the pets alone. Leave the pets alone. <laughs> I don't know if it's either anything involving pets animals don't win or poo, by the way. I genuinely oh. haven't seen it yet. Okay. But something for us all to look out for. Anyway. <laughs> Sally Forever, I'm giving it five red stars. I'm giving it four and a half. I'm giving it four and a half, two. It begins on Sky Atlantic and Now TV next Thursday, the 25th of October at 10pm. And it goes on for seven glorious weeks. Mm. Moving on to the latest Netflix epic. It's a ten-parter. It arrives also, it arrives on Friday the 26th, sorry, the next day. And I'm going to go here to Steph <laughs> to describe what Why the hell... Why do I like John in the mix, even though he's got a microphone? He's all oh, too willing to, to chip in. What the hell is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Now, if you're old, like Boyd, you'll remember <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Do you remember with Melissa Joan Hart? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... This is, as Boyd said earlier, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And this is about a teenage witch, but this is not a comedy like Melissa Joan Hart's. She is played by Kiernan Shipka, and you will all know her from playing the daughter of What's-His-Face in Mad Men. What's his name? John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, but what's his character? Oh, name? yeah, thinking about Draper. Don Draper. Well done. Did you yes. call him Caper? No, I said Draper. Oh, Don Caper's a great name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Don Draper's Don a better Dra- name. But yeah. Is it? Don mm. Caper? No, Caper is better. Yeah, it is mm. good. Anyway, right. So it's um, the origin story of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She is, her, her dad was a warlock, which is a male witch, and her mum was human. So she's coming up to her 16th birthday where she's going to have her dark baptism, where she'll be officially in the witchy world. But she's all she's all worried because she's got a lovely boyfriend called Harvey and she's been brought up by her two aunts, played by the wonderful... Oh, I can't remember. Lucy, Lucy Davis. Davis. And Miranda Otto. Yes. Oh, Lucy Davis is brilliant, by the way. Um, Lucy Davis of The Office fame. Yes. And so she's living in the house with her aunts, with her cousin, coming to this kind of time of her life where she's got to have this baptism and it's like, oh God, what's she going to do? And coming to terms with being a witch. It's not funny as I thought it might be. I thought it was going. Did you find it funny? You're looking at me like you found it funny, Boyd. No, no, no. But it wasn't unfunny. It's there's a. It's trying to be a bit funny. Carry on. It's and as I've. It's not a sitcom. Obviously, the the uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch was literally a sitcom, wasn't Mm, it? Yeah. Yeah, About a teenage witch. This is definitely not that. Carry on. She does get that cat in it called the familiar (laughs) thing. She does get the cat in it called that she called Salem. But in the original Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that cat talks and this cat doesn't talk, which is Mm. a bit annoying. Yet. I mean, oh, do you time. think it's going to talk? Oh, that'd be great. Um, it's it's basically Riverdale. Yeah. If with, you watch Riverdale. With witches. With witches. Yeah, it is though, isn't it? And I've just seen here yeah. that Riverdale showrunner, Roberto yeah. Aguasacasi, um, is the chief creative officer. He's <laughs> the showrunner, yeah. He wrote it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's part so of it Riverdale, which is... So Netflix shows Riverdale, even though Riverdale isn't a Netflix-owned production, even though they call everything they show their own production. They acquired that from a channel in America. So that's shown on a weekly basis, 
Riverdale, and this is, is from the it? same yeah. This is from the same production team, the same showrunner, as you say, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, um, and this is made entirely for Netflix. So this is unlike that, which is on a weekly basis. This is all dropping in classic Netflix Can, style. Ten it episodes. It looks like a lot of money's been spent on very it. Very lavish got a production lavish, values. Lavish um, title sequence. Lavish title sequence. Now let me just quote. I'm going to quote the official press release for this show, though. Tonally, it says, in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. No, what? This adaptation finds Sabrina reckons. Blah, blah. I mean. Uh, incorrect. Uh, incorrect, isn't incorrect. it? Incorrect. It's, it's. What it is, is like Riverdale. It's a young adult. It's Riverdale. Um, it's like young adult fiction. Young adult fiction, mm. fantasy stuff, yeah. with which is an. an and it's perfectly Witchdale. enjoyable. I enjoyed it and everything, mm. but it's not in the slightest bit scary. To, I don't know why Netflix brought up The Exorcist, no. which is one of the most terrifying films no. of all time, genuinely. Probably the best horror film of all time. It, so they're setting you up to, to to expect now this kind of horror series, it's but it's just horror. not. No. I was worried about watching this because, as you know, I'm a massive right. scaredy cat. Yeah. And I was it's like, oh, this is not scary at all. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's like fun. a frothy. There's I think a few they're completely. Jumps moment, but yeah. nothing like. It's not it's like so the haunting weird. of Hill House, which no, is actually scary. That's yeah. straight horror, proper scary. Yeah. I think because it's Halloween, they seem to think the only, people are going to watch it. But but that sets up, uh, you know, for something fall, that doesn't because it's, it's, yeah. it's not scary at all. But mm. I did enjoy it. Did you enjoy thought, it? Kate? Yeah, I thought the main character was good as well because I like it. Cause she's sort of a confident, feisty feminist witch, if you she's like. She's a sassy witch. Yeah, she's a sassy witch. She starts up a support group for other, you know, other um, girls in her school and stuff like that. I just, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it more than the. Haunted House one, what was it? Did Haunted you? Hill. Yeah, I did. Did oh, you? No. Yeah, only because oh. I didn't like, I just found oh, that a bit confusing no. and, you know, a bit scary and stuff. Mm. Whereas this is more, like, easily digestible for me. I feel like this is one of those, it's just fine. Yeah, mm. I kind of agree. Yeah, it's it is fine. fine. I don't feel, I, I watched episode one and I, and I perfectly enjoyed it yeah, and fine. it's kind of quite well done. There's some fun, you know, there's, like, fun teenage characters. Yeah. There's like this deals in like fluid sexuality and everything. In that, in, the, in you know, it's kind of all the all Good the hot button yeah. topics there of yeah. youth and all of that. But don't get me wrong, I'm not watching this again. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm giving it three stars. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, oh, we've got sorry. to that bit yeah, yet, okay? That... I know you're trying thought... to move us on and everything after you know the extensive oh, pictures God. of pogs in yeah. Yugoslavia, etc. But <laughs> oh, Yugoslavia would be great. That, that be would be great. A Yugo pog go... would be great. <laughs> yeah. oh, come on, make sure they go to Yugoslavia. Yeah, yeah that'd in be time amazing. for next week. It would be very grateful. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I, I, there was nothing that really drove me to want to carry on watching no. it, and it was fine. But I feel like the haunting of Hill House, which is their other big. Uh, horror offering which, which we did review last week or we, yeah. I it's feel really, that's that's a yeah. giant of a show yeah. compared to this which is perfectly fine it is it's just fine yeah. but also unfortunately um, The Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch like the comedy one mm. is ama- it was amazing was it's it? a great sitcom yeah it's oh, okay. fantastic okay. I've got a question yeah how many stars are you giving it <laughs> well we Subtle. know you're giving it three Steph I, I mean I would also give it three which is my just fine score mm. I'm going to give it three. Yeah. Sabrina, so no, not Sabrina. Chilling Adventures oh. of Sabrina premieres October 26th, all 10 episodes on Netflix. Thank you very much. And finally, Kay, your favourite person in the world, Emma Willis. <laughs> I do love her. Is delivering babies. Yes, oh, she is. is. Oh, is she? So, 
Presenter Emma Willis has always been quite fascinated and in awe of midwives ever since she had her first daughter. And so she snapped up this chance of um, a six-part documentary where she gets to basically um, support the midwife team on the busy maternity unit at the Princess Alexandra Hospital in Harlow, Essex, for 10 whole weeks. And so she's going to... She starts off, obviously, just by doing the basic stuff, making tea for the um, the new mums, um, cleaning up, stuff like that, making sure the baby's all right, doing checks. But very rapidly, she gets knee deep in the whole organising the delivery units for them getting the operation theatres prepped for c-sections going to home births and very soon she sees the birth of her first child not her child obviously she's seen she's seen the birth of her first child of her first baby in the hospital it's a doc it's a it's like a fly in the wall documentary series about a maternity unit in Mm. essex in which she she gets embroiled in it herself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's a no, no. I'm just you know. It's a horror it? story. <laughs> is what it is. Oh, now, God. what just what we should mention here, remind listeners in case they've forgotten that you are you are just stating yeah. a a pod, a person yeah. on the ground in your in your Uterus. womb <laughs> right <laughs> now, and so you. it was quite an extraordinary decision by Kay oh. to pick this show, which does feature extraordinarily Steph. explicit real life scenes it's- of. Birth. Look at me. Everything, at me. every element. He said to me. So Kate insensitively chose this. And series. I said, "Oh yeah, I love Emma Willis. Let's do it." I got home, switched it on, and immediately on our group WhatsApp chat, which you will all agree I did do, was like, "Steph, do not watch this. I urge you." I'd already started not. though. I'd already started. I. Oh. Do you know what? If you are pregnant. Don't watch it. If you have a womb, if you, and my, I don't, I'm not be, I'm not saying that in the way of like, oh, I'm not saying oh, don't watch it. It's just, in a, it's just, it's hor- it is horrifying. But I don't think you will. It will help you in any way. Really? <laughs> no, I think it will frighten you <laughs> because it's so graphic, and obviously it is graphic. But like, there's the way that they build drama. Like, there's there's one bit where she goes. They take her into the theatre where the C-sections happen and they pan across all the instruments that you're going to... of torture that basically are involved Forceps. in having a, a C-section. And it is horrifying. It is like... It's very, very scary. Because if you are pregnant, you know you... I mean, the baby's got to come out somehow, right? So, and, Factually true. And there is a bit... A C-section bit. And they go... The, the words are... Oh, God. We're just slicing through her uterus. I mean, it's not entertainment. I it, think I could. Throw not up. if you're pregnant. No. No. Or, but yeah. I mean, I mean, not I, not is it not is that particular. It is. I mean, it is an unvarnished look. Isn't that the whole point of it? Isn't it? It's like yes. saying, right, this these people who help deliver births are heroes, which obviously they yeah, are heroes yeah. and heroines. Yeah. And so we've got to show in a very unvarnished unflinching way what happens in maternity wards when you so obviously people are about to have that experience shouldn't watch it it's ridiculous but for everyone else it is an education so for me it was an education like, oh my god that is extraordinary stuff so I did come out of it away from it thinking this is brilliant work they're doing and Emma Willis good on her she chips in she even you know it's all the little detail of as soon as she arrives on the first day she forgets her little car that can get her in the into it, the it's almost things. like she's forgotten she had three children herself because she's just so surprised by everything that happens she's very I'm surprised not, by everything you're right like, yeah. she's, she's not surprised she's just, she loves babies like I think what was nice is that she obviously feels passionately about this oh, like, and she oh, talked about yeah, wanting to be a midwife essentially you know so it's like I think it's nice to I see it, and it is educational, but fuck me, it's terrifying. Oh my god! No, it really honestly, is. I'm not pregnant, but I was crossing my legs so just tightly. Just to confirm, you're not pregnant. <laughs> to confirm, yeah. um, I was crossing my legs so tightly, I got pins and needles because it was, it was, yeah, that mm. is, it's scary. I mean, that is more terrifying than that. What was that one before the witchy thing? 
I mean, it is. Chilling Adventures of yeah. Chilling stories. It it chilling Adventures of Emma Willis in the maternity It ward. is graphic. Emma Willis is totally the right person to do this kind of oh, thing. Oh, she's brilliant. She's genuine, warm and wonderful, as we do love Emma Willis. But, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, oh, it's bloody a lot. hell. Um, Boy, do you want to apologise for choosing that one? Well, that's, your second again, sorry of the pod. Your second fake news item of the of the podcast. Um, the only way you can make it up to me is if you train to be a midwife now and you help to deliver Poglet. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Kate. that'd be so yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah, no, we'll do a team um, effort. We'll do a live oh my God, podcast. Live, a live podcast. <sighs> okay, we'll work so on that. Exciting. Right, four and a half months, guys. Yeah. Okay, oh countdown. God. Great. Well, you promised it now. Live, <laughs> yeah. live podcast of <laughs> and I will deliver. Giving birth. literally. John's head is on the desk. <laughs> As will my new child be in four and a half months. How many stars are you giving Emma Willis colon deliver? Not Emma Willis colon. Emma Willis colon delivering babies. <laughs> okay. That was a, that was a grammatical mark that I was saying, which is going to be on the W Channel. I don't think we've even mentioned that the W Channel on Monday, the twenty second October, at ten pm. How many stars are you giving it? Pregnant Steph. Emma Willis's colon is getting ten stars. <laughs> Emma, Willi- Emma Willis's delivering babies is four and a half. Okay. Four and a half. Four. Four? Yeah. That's because he's a man and he hasn't had to have a baby. Mm. Well, <laughs> both of those things are true. <laughs> I would like to conclude this podcast by thanking Stephanie Seelan and Kay Ribeiro and John Dan, the producer, guru, editor, uh, Kate legend. Randall for making the sandwiches. Kate Randall for making us cheese sandwiches. It's unbelievable, guys. Yeah. And everyone else for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. 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 Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.